Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. I hope you're okay. I am here to say I have dropped the ball. I have dropped the ball. And by the way, I am absolutely obsessed with this new song, Miguel, uh, All I Want Is You. Don't know why, just absolutely love, just love the beat of it. Anyway, um, I'm not here to DJ, I'm here to talk because I have dropped the ball. Absolutely dropped the ball. And do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I was led in my armchair in the uh, in the bar area, in my bar area, stroke office, stroke, basically where I chill out. It's the man cave of uh, of all man caves for a small budget, shall we say? Um, but it's my place. It's it's a place where I can relax. It's a place where I can do my podcasts, I can do my creative stuff, I can work from, and when I look around, I've always wanted an office that's a reflection of me, so you like, it's my own office, I feel tranquil, I've got a live moss wall, I've got a beautiful armchair that was given to me by my mother-in-law, and uh, fully electric, it even stands you up, um, it's in perfect working order, it's not my mother-in-law's, so um, I'm not going to Excuse me if she's listening or has ever listened and says, you know, I didn't need that armchair. It was actually for her, her mum. Unfortunately, um, she never got to use it and, uh, and before she passed away. So, um, you know, rest her soul. And um, that's, you know, that's been a bit of a, an emotional time of recent, um, which is kind of, um, you know, before I get sort of stuck into the whole podcast, why it's been a bit of a blur of recent and a bit why I've dropped the bollock. And do you know what? Um, to be perfectly honest... I was prompted by a very good friend of mine, um, and I don't talk about him enough, actually. Um, I, I try to talk about as many people that influence my life as I can, because I know that they're um, avid listeners. And, uh, you know, for me, I want them, because I don't get to see them as much as I like. I don't get to do as many things as I like. I like to mention them, because this is something I do about reflection. This is what this whole podcast is about. It's about a journey, isn't it? It's about how... I've gone from one place to another. Um, but rightly so, what I said to you the other day... Yes, yeah, so, sorry, before I digress, because I was about to digress there, stop myself, I'm consciously trying. Nelster, yes, he absolutely um, said to me, James, don't stop your podcast. He's really engaged. He's listened to the podcast right from number one all the way through, including some of the videos I did on um, YouTube, um, So, which I do want to get into the video as well. But he literally said, I can't do once a week, James. My ears need more. So I am here... Because I used to do that. I used to do like a Sunday reflection and then I used to do a midweek and I used to do a couple of days here where I'd talk about things. And I'm not going to lie to you, um, I'm struggling. Fuck, I am. And it's like a roller coaster to the point where I'm up and down. Um, and I know what it is. It's the news. It's it's the, the you know, the, the cloud that is currently over my house. And I'm trying to not let it win. Um, but it does rear its ugly head every now and then. And I have struggled a little bit to get motivation to do anything if I'm honest um, but already when I talk and already when I've started I'm three minutes in it feels natural to me and I feel like I've got this air of excitement where I get to talk to you for a little bit today and hopefully give me the ability to reflect on that as well um, and that's mainly because yeah I've struggled um, I've seen the signs and I've seen the symptoms um, and one of the things I wanted to talk about was what I've noticed. So I've something that's new to me, and this is where I'm, I, I suppose I don't know, maybe because I'm a little bit more self-aware, maybe because I do do the body mapping um, and things like that. 
Um, I'm conscious when there's something new that happens in my body or my mind because I know that certain things trigger me. I know that I need certain coping mechanisms for certain things. I've I've instilled that and, and conscious that I don't want coping mechanisms to drive my life because that is absolutely ludicrous. That's not what we, what we want. We want coping mechanisms in place to give us the strength to to deal with the problem and, and that's what I've done and I still deal with the problem and every now and then it, it, I get that that little dip and that's what's happened recently um I've had some great support I've had an, an absolutely amazing lady at work she um spoke to me today she really wants to have a coffee and a chat but um, she's she's sort of like um she sort of mothers me um she's an absolutely amazing lady um and she wants to have a co we I she knows about this because I I told her through the channels of um I dropped something I did something I never ever wanted to do and um, I was on the leadership development course for my for my organization and to be honest um it, it I wasn't getting a lot out of it which was a little detail of it but at the same time um it was really overwhelming for me to take on projects and do other things outside of my normal role, um, as well as the fact that I'm, you know, double hatting. So I'm doing double the workload anyway at work. So I didn't really want to stress myself out because I know what happens. I would do it and do it and do it. And it would be to the detriment of my family. It would be to the detriment of my core um, beliefs that I've instilled in myself since last year, which is work-life balance. And I, and, and I noticed that last week when I was still at work on a Friday at fucking in quarter to eight um, after starting work at half seven in the morning. Now, there's people out there going, oh, fucking hell, I work this. I'm not talking about you. Fuck it off. I'm not, if anyone says that, tell them to fuck up. I'm not talking about your life. I'm talking about my life. I'm talking about my work life, life balance. If you want to work more than that, you crack the fuck on, mate. I don't want to because I want that work life balance. I want to make sure I've got the strength for my friends and my family and my loved ones so I can equally look after them and they can benefit my life. And that's what I wanted but I started doing this thing so last Friday quarter away and I was proper stressing and it's because I really want to do a good job and I really do and I want to do it right but at the same time things you know sometimes it's one of those ones where I want to get it off my brain so I can enjoy the weekend but at the same time it was it compromised my Friday so and I noticed that and then that impacted right the way through this week it wasn't a great week in work and I kind of I felt the sadness come along and what's really happened of recent, which is what I was talking about then, is I've had this fucking noise in my head. Now, as soon as you say that, you're probably thinking, Christ alive, mate, the guy's going fucking full psycho. He's got fucking voices in the head. And that's why I would never say I've got voices in my head, because they haven't got voices in my head. Um, it's not like um, it's not like somebody telling me to do fucking crazy shit. Okay, but... Uh, and there is people out there and I know there is people out there that that have that problem and um fucking hell I just wouldn't want it I mean what I've got is a is a noise it's almost like a static noise of stress um but what it's what it does is what it's doing at the moment is it's just really hindering my ability to focus um, and my ability to take on or, or hold on to too much information now there's one part of my brain which is like absorb as much as you can find out as many details as you can so you can really go to the fucking party bearing in mind i work in health and safety so you've got to gather as much evidence as possible boring bit by the way i, I apologize and you, you've got to go forward but i've noticed that when I'm finding that, it's getting it down and sometimes I'm forgetting silly little things. And it's, yeah, it's quite consuming. And what it's done is it's really, really um, underpinned, if you like, 
this urge, this need, and I mentioned it in my last podcast, and I'll talk about that in a minute, actually, because, again, I've got another little talk about my another friend of mine who, who really did. It, he, it was amazing what he did. Anyway, I won't talk. So, and now I lost my train of thought. So, yeah, I completely lost what I was saying and say then. Anyway, right, that, so what I'll do is I'll quickly talk about, yeah, so uh, the last podcast I mentioned, that's it, the frustration. That was it, the frustration, sorry. Um, and for me, that it's kind of like I want to run away. It's kind of that fight or flight, and I'm going into a little bit of a different, I can't be asked to fight anymore because, you know, I'm 42, I'm, I'm, I'm long in the tooth, as they say. I just want to relax in time, and I don't really want stress and fucking, like, drama. I just kind of really have this urge, but it's such an urge, it's almost driving me to the point where it's, it's, it's even consuming my TikTok reels and everything, and my fucking Facebook reels of, of landscapes, of beautiful landscapes, sunny with snow and, like, Austria and fucking all that, you know, and it's, it's showing me all these places, and I just have this urge to want to go, and it's a really horrible urge. And it's because I'm so sick of the the fighting aspect now. It's quite draining when you're constantly battling bullshit and you're constantly battling all the problems. And you know, you you go into work and you and, and people tell you they're fucking stressed about certain things. I'm stressed because you know my fucking my cat has gone. He's been gone an hour, and and I'm like, fuck me, mate. I wish I, I wish that was my only fucking stress, mate. And I'm not saying I should be commendable, but what I'm saying is. Sometimes that affects me, and that's what's been happening of recent. Um, I've really been consumed quite a bit. Um, I get very tired very easy just because of this noise, this static fucking noise in my head, um, and it's stopping me engaging with people as well because I kind of like don't want to have to think about a conversation, and it's quite draining. It's quite draining, and do you know what? Today, that I'm trying to fight it, and here is my fighting ability is... I went in, had a good pizza tonight, I've, I've chilled out, I've got a gin to my right, I've got some nice relaxing tunes on, I've got some lovely lighting on, um, cascading around my room in, in pinks and greens and all the good stuff, all the jazz as they say, and um, that's for me, that's when I'm relaxing, and when I was sat there I was reflecting on the conversations, because again I haven't engaged with my friends, and Nelly did say to me, on the other hand, James, rah, 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 I need you to get a bit more out there, mate, I like listening to you, you really drive my life, and do you know what, I, you know, I, I over-egged that, but you, you got the gist, of course I'm going to over-egg it, it's fucking me, I'm going to be a little bit like that, but he said he, he said he missed them, I want a bit more, and, I, and I'm absolutely right, so this journey was was helping me, I've just crammed myself into a little bit of a... Um, a recluse situation it's not a very nice time of the year for me because it's cold and fucking dingy and it's the uk in that year in this time of year it's just not nice um even to the point it got so depressing like say for three or four months now i've not watched the news because i was like i can't deal with all this depression around me shit news fucking wars and all the other shit now you know we were in droughts now we're in fucking floods you know it's just fucking bonkers if you watch and worry about all of that you know, you're gonna. It's gonna fucking kill you alone if you worry about those stresses. There's not much you can do as a little fucking nobody. Just enjoy life as much as you can. But he spurred me on. He absolutely spurred me on. And to caveat, oh sorry, to sort of not caveat. That's the wrong word. You're trying to sound pretentious, you prick, and you're not. Um, to you know, add a little bit of context is the word I'm looking for. Add a little bit of context to how I know I was being a little bit dramatic, and I've been a little bit like this of late. Um, I've struggled. Um, 
I even told my parents I struggled actually earlier. My dad said, How are you? And I was like, um, I, you know, mentally I'm a bit rough, mate. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. Um yeah, it's a bit tough. And he's like, Stay strong, we're here if we need for you. I, I don't know. Again, I, I questioned this uh, in one of my podcasts. Well, how much is too much? What can you take on? What can you do? You know, it's one of those. You just have to offer yourself there. But it's almost like sometimes when you say that, you expect a miracle. I mean, I know I don't because I'm educated enough in the sense that I know that if I say to someone I'm a bit fucking ill, they can't. It's nothing miracle is going to happen. It's not going to dramatically change. He's not going to fucking put a spell on me, but a spell on you. As soon as I started saying that, I stuck straight into the song because I knew that was going to come along. That was incredible. That's a great song as well. Um... So yeah, so it's not going to put a spell on me and all of a sudden the depression, stress, anxiety, whatever your mental health illness is going to be, it's going to disappear. I know that. Um, however, when you say that, you're it's almost like you feel you want them to. You know, it's like you say to my dad, I said to my dad, yeah, I'm not feeling it mentally. Um, you know, it's a bit of a fucking struggle. The police came round, you know, last night for like three and a half hours in Eden. So I've done a, a bullshit day at work. And then, you know, when I was supposed to sit down, relax and, um, you know, watch fucking TikTok reels or whatever the fuck I'm doing in the evening, I, I was consumed by dragging up, um, you know, this fucking stupid fucking annoyance in, in, in our life that should never have happened because it makes me want to fucking crush people like that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I, as a parent, I want justice. I absolutely want justice for my for my darling daughter. And I want to see justice prevail, and, and I really do. So, But the knock-on effect of having a police officer come around and, and um, interview your middle daughter because of the context that she was involved in, you're dragging it all up. You've got the ability that she's now sad, so you, now you have to control and manage that. You're trying to hide it from one of the other daughters who doesn't know about it. She's too young. And it's like a minefield. Um, and sometimes it's those little bits that you don't really think about. You don't really acknowledge, even if there's probably people around me, you know, that um, that talk about me. Uh, not talk about me. Talk talk to me. And there's people around that know about this. Um, a crisis. More people probably know about that than I realise because you're all listening to my podcast and I've spoke about it. However, um, you know, it's, 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 it's how to deal with it. I don't know how to deal with it. Anyway. That is something I'm trying to fucking learn and something I'm trying to get involved in. I've noticed all of the little things have dropped off and I talk about this learned habit and it's amazing how even learned habits and the smiley shit that I can go on and I can say this and I can say that and I want to do this and I want to do that and all these things go in my head. It's absolutely incredible how none of that fucking happens when you're in a really shit place. None of it. Like even my reflection walks, I've... I've I bin them off. I was supposed to normally reflect every day and I talk to my my colleagues and friends and go, eee, I've stopped engaging. I, I've literally, I bought a water bottle to try and entice me to drink water. It's in the bag. It's been used twice. What the fuck? It's almost like you just go into this fucking slump. The last three days, I've snoozed my fucking alarm and not got out of bed until half eight. Genuinely to the point where I've brushed my teeth I've put on the same fucking underwear and clothes from the two days before, gone to fucking work in my cabin, and this isn't this isn't a you know it's I will caveat this straight away with there'll be people going we're well, going to work and it'll make you feel great no it fucking won't okay this isn't what this is about it doesn't mean yes I got up at least I brushed my teeth and I've moved on and I've and I've got a cup of tea and I've started my day and I've been very productive in my day I've just not looked after myself so. 
but that's what I've been doing. I literally just can't be fucking arsed. It's, it's like I just... Th- th- there's a minefield. And even though I know about meditation and, and mindfulness and body mapping and fucking all the other good stuff, if you're in that slump, the reality of it is you're in that slump. You've got to fucking fight to get out. And sometimes, and this is what I will say, how commendable and how little details of your of your close friends and this is where it's like a cycle i'm going to close that loop again because that's what i do it's what we do in safety we try and close the loop so we can do investigations or whatever so i'm going to close the loop on that in the sense that by when we when we get involved in sort of the mental health side of things and we look at ourselves we have to really kind of manage everything and that's the, it's trying to, I'm just trying to think, I'm trying to assess how I close that loop. Um, and that's what I was trying to work out in the back of my head, but I can't quite think how to close that loop. But, no, it will come to me. Um, but it's our friendship things, that was it. So, and I was just trying to think of the scenario, but it's, that's it, Nelly. So when Nelly, and like, I'm going to use him in two examples, actually. So, he has recently said to me this day, Friday, James, I, I need more podcasts. That's spurred me on. And then the other day, he told me he listened to all the podcasts and he said, absolutely, don't fucking stop, mate. I really, really love everything you've done so far. And I love listening to how far you've come. And it really inspires me. And for me, there's that loop close, why we do everything. So that was a loop. So what I mean is we've triaged our friends at the start. We've looked at who really loves us. We looked at who really cares about us. We're putting in what they're putting in. So we're getting equal amounts out. And if we're not, we adjust ourselves. We've always said that. And what he did there was because I knew he was a good friend and bearing in mind, I've got people that say they're good friends to me around me and um and and do they all do it i'd absolutely say no um but every now and then you get a little snippet you know even when nelly's gone quiet and he's had his own things to battle with and every now and then i've stuck a little arm in and gone i hope you're okay and sent him a personal message he sent this little personal message to me it's like james i need some more of that that was that loop change so i've nurtured the right people around me and he's looking after me when them when it counted he knew and whether he did this indirectly or whether he did it directly, I probably think he did it indirectly and more looked at it from the fact that he likes listening to me talk. However, indirectly, he knows in the back of his head that I like talking and I get stuck into it. And when I've dropped off the, the wagon, so to speak, dropped the bollock, um, I'm not being as perky as I am. And here I am now straight away jumping in and going, here, here we go. And that leads me on, actually, to because I'm, I'm talking about friendship here and friendship's how important it is, is I, I my last podcast and one of my friends, he hasn't listened to a podcast. He's, he, I said to him, you know, it's not imperative that you listen to my podcast, mate. They're there. If you want to listen, fucking listen. I don't do this for an individual person. I do this because it helps me. If it helps you along the way, then that is what it's about. If it does. If not, and you just like listening to me chirp on a, a load of bollocks, then yeah, then brilliant. Either way, it works for me. Um, but he said, I haven't listened to one in ages. And I listened to your last one, which is the one I talk about where I was going into that fight or flight, which is what I sort of underpinned and reinforced at the start which is a scary thing and I'm trying to manage that um it's unusual for me to to sort of it's not unusual to me to, to fly actually I normally do it when I get really stressed so that's a bit of a fucking lie and I just quickly reflected on that but um he 
absolutely sent me a personal message. Now, I know he get he gets a bit funny about sending voice messages, but he sent me a voice message, mate, saying, literally, we need to jump on the Xbox or we need to have a chat. Let's fucking crack. We know. And he was just, it was just a really perked me up moment. It was just one of those times where it perked me up. And I was like, I didn't expect it. It was blindsided, um, you know. And, and you've got to remember, cast your mind back, this guy, this 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 person, he bought a motorbike off me. All right, it was a beloved motorbike by me. I absolutely cherished it. And, and I found somebody in the in the UK that has the same passion for a Valentino Rossi replica R6. Um, that was commendable, that paid the same price I paid for it. So no one benefited, no one, you know, no one profited from it. And he got a bike that I'd only put about 200 miles on. So... Absolutely. And we've grown a friendship out of that. And it's amazing how they're very similar backgrounds. And I've been getting it quite a bit with my colleague as work as well. So he's been sort of kind of going how and how things and noticing I was at a doctor's and, and it was just that that's about nurturing the right people around you. And that's when it becomes rewarding. When you look at the right people and you you remove the toxicity and those people that don't really care about you, they're just there because you've either had a, a friendship with them at one point or potentially you've done something for them or with them or, f- or you've got something from them. That doesn't mean they need to sit there and you have to think that they're there or you might have somebody just contacts you when they need something and you, that that's not a friendship either. So... You've got to really look at your friendship circles. You've got to really look about what you do. And um, you can get taken advantage of quite quite quickly, um, but you need to recognise that. But when you do all the good things and you take those steps, and this is where I talk about the milestones. Remember the milestones? We look at the milestones and we go, what do I want to achieve? Well, in this next three months, I'm really going to stop engaging with people and see who does contact me. You soon find out then who your friends are because you find out the ones that really truly truly miss you and like I said I, I I absolutely talk to my best friend every single fucking morning every morning without fail we, we, we catch up and um, and that's imperative you know because it's a good laugh it's the banter we don't get when we don't live in the same area we don't live close to each other none of my good friends do that we're quite um, we're quite sparsely spaced you know across the country so it does make it difficult so you've really got to concentrate on the engagement with the right people so set yourself a milestone Give yourself that milestone. Give yourself something to look forward to and say, right, okay, that's brilliant. And then just start dropping off the people that don't really listen. Find those people that that you really care about and they seem to care about you and nurture the right things and watch the good things happen. But like I said, it's a crippler. I'm not going to lie. It is a crippler. And I absolutely talk all the time about doing the mindfulness and the the um meditation and listen to music and plenty of water and eating healthy and i talk about all of the good stuff but you know what's really shocked me the most and i will say has shocked me the most is how easily i forgot that like i said i was shouting my dog for wanting to go out when he's been used to a four walk routine so you know morning dinner afternoon evening he gets those four walks all the time i drop the ball and stop all the good shit stop the stuff that should be helping me he sits there waiting as a as a constant reminder and this is where i knew i was getting that fucking i was get i'm getting stressed and i'm i don't know it's consuming me i don't know what it is people will say to me go and see the fucking doctor and i'm like yeah i know I know I need to see the doctor, fucking hell. Um, but 
what can he do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is the crazy thing is, I know what he's going to say. He can't up my meds anymore. Probably try me on a different med. Um, but he, I'm on the maximum anyway. Um, th th this is just one of those those times in life you've got to sh show resilience and strength, I think. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to keep... But it's the reminders from people that make you. You can't do this alone. Sometimes people need to... When you've got people around you that, that are the right people, they will they will nurture you. They will know when you're not quite putting the right commitment in. And they'll ask, is this, this is unusual. James is a bit quieter than normal. And it's normally with me. You'll normally know that if I start shutting myself away and I start going quiet, then that's normally a sign that I'm, you know, I like my peace. But at the same time, it's normally a sign that I'm just shutting down. And I felt that today. I was sat there in my armchair and I wasn't, I had nothing on. I was sat in the cold because I didn't have the heater on. Um, and I was... I was just sat there wasting time and, and I started that at three o'clock and I finished at fucking like nine and I was like, what are you doing, mate? You've just spent almost six hours doing fuck all um, and just getting angry, just getting angry with people. And um, and I am. I'm very stressed. I, I, I don't know how to deal with that because it's like a new strength. It's just something that's creeping up on me. And, and I was a bit abrupt earlier. And, and again, my, my friend of mine, very good friend of mine, we were in the group and made a comment and, and it was a passing comment of banter. Um, but I took it personally. And that's when I, you know, he, he even messaged me saying, fucking hell, Jim. And I was like, I did take that personally. Um, I shouldn't have done. I'm not in a great place. So ignore me, <laughs> you know, um, it's one of those ones. But it, but at the same time, when you're in a shit place, you know, what can you do about it? So it's trying to kick in those, those get back in. And this is where the strength comes. And this is where I'm hoping by jumping on here and beating the drum, <laughs> beating the drum um, about mental health. It's going to spur me back in. And already it, already it does. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, and I, I, ne I, I think we all underestimate the power of talking. Um, it's very hard for for me to talk to other people um i enjoy talking about it um you know mental health and all that sort of stuff because i feel it's it i like to break the stigma i like to be open and honest but you never quite get the same reception um as everything else and it is a bit of a shock factor but at the same time i think that sometimes it might be a shock factor but if it's a shock factor for you then the way i look at it is just imagine what that person's coming through so going through so if i've told you something and you've gone fuck just imagine uh and this is where i talk to people and i say like you know i'm getting on with it i I'm, I'm supporting my family i'm protecting my family there will be nothing that will come in uh me casa uh, i can assure you of that um so you know and i'm very conscious of that i'm absolutely conscious of that so i'm just concentrating on that but at the same time you know it people don't under understand sometimes that if it's a shock factor for you to hear a story imagine what it is for the person that's going through that story and that's where I often go if I'm talking to you if I'm up and about and I'm going to fucking work every single fucking day and you know I'm I'm helping people and I'm smiling and I'm doing what I can um just support me just support me and go through it with me and every now and then chuck me a bone do you know what I mean and it's it's one of those ones it's it's sometimes 
if I was in, if this was a new situation for me, perhaps I could go to the doctor. I could go to a psychiatrist and fucking talk about it, and I probably will <laughs> eventually. But at the moment, um, you know, I don't really want to bring the emotions out at the moment because, yeah, I just I'm, I'm it's it's a difficult time to get out there and, and and do things. So my emotional release is talking to you talking on my podcast and I've missed that and that's where hopefully this will instill that spur for me to get back out there and and, and that's what it's about once you talk and you you get things out it, it's like a weight lifted it's that it's that lift off your shoulders and I very much like I said I can cast my mind back to what I said um you know a, a minute ago with the noise that's in my head it's quite consuming um and I can imagine, and I've and I've described a lot of things over the over the podcasts, and and they've never always been a positive aspect. Like, um, but but that's the truth of I think of depression and and mental health, anything mental health related, is it is almost like a fog over your mind. It's even if you've got autism, you've all you know if you've got autism, you you've probably got a fog over your mind. You're not quite having the you don't quite have the clarity that everybody else does, and it's no different in any health the same as depression that's like a, a, like i said i i i did sort of describe depression as like a black veil over your face where you can see but it's it's dark and it's it's just dismal and you never really see the full aspiration of color coming through you just get to see the it just looks bleak and that's i rem, that reminds me of depression it's quite descriptive but that's how i describe it and stress is for me is the noise and that's i get the tension headaches at the back of my neck i get the it's not like a te, it's not like a stress headache it's just like a fog but it's i don't want to describe it in the same similar context as what i would describe depression because it's not it's it's not like that it's like noise it's just like a white noise it's like having you know tinnitus constantly if you've got that you can probably relate if you haven't or you can probably say it's probably a little bit sharper a bit more grainy it's trying to like, i tell you what it, 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 it's like listening to a radio like the crackling of radio and now that, i'm talking analog so there'll be a lot of people probably listen to this and go what the fuck are you talking about analog mate digital you know what i mean fucking hell well, it's not even digital anymore is it it's fucking whatever it is i don't even know um but i'm talking analog so the radio you go watch an old fucking movie you'll get you'll get locked into that uh, but it's like that in your head it's very fuzzy and it's almost like you can still um you can still focus you can still do things but it's almost like um being inside a a, a, a maze of mirrors it's like you can see where you're going to go so you're picking up loads of stuff but it's just an absolute scrambled mess and it overwhelms you and it's, i've been like that and that's what I've been getting, the stress. And I've noticed I've been binge eating. Um, I've been absolutely washing myself down with juice, um, you know, trying to stay away from the, um, you know, the fizzy stuff and all that, which is normally where I go to. Um, but, yeah, I've just not been looking. I, I've, I've been looking after myself, but not properly, not, not as I should be, completely out of sync, like one walk if I'm lucky with the dog, etc. It, 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 it is very, very demanding. Um, and that's where I've been and that's why hopefully I was talking to you about these stresses and sorry for dropping the ball um, and just explain to you really the signs and symptoms to look out for like it's really really important we look out for these signs and it's very easy for me like I say I've, I've become very reactive of recent um, I, I've in this fight sort of 
out of this fight mode and into a flight mode where I just want to fuck off. I really do. Like it's it's such a deep desire that it's scary. It's never been this desire before. Even even to the point where I'm googling fucking land again, you know. And I've done that. I did that level before, but it, it's almost like I'm looking at consult setting up a consultancy website to do stuff online, so I can do that from anywhere in the world. It's it's that bad. I'm looking into those avenues because I know that that's achievable. Because you know I can do online consultancy because it's pretty much what I do in my organisation now anyway. Because mostly you request documents from from other departments they send them to you and if they've got them in their order tick box go if they're not you advise them on what they've got to do so there's loads of avenues and but it's scary when you're like that and i think it's just i know it's this time of year as well but another part of me is like i don't want to keep going through this every time this time of year i can't be doing with this it's it's quite depressing um but i also think it's a mixture of other other things the 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 lack of empathy for life um the lack of sort of passion for people i really starting to dislike people i just don't i just think some people are fucking horrible and i don't understand why they're fucking horrible so it's a bit of it's very negative it's very negative space and i apologize for being negative if i'm coming across like that i'm not i'm just trying to show you that that there's so many dimensions to mental health that it's really really hard one minute you you know to, to sort of categorize it because one minute you can be perfectly happy i've been there and you know the next minute you can be fucking exhausted tired stressed shouting at people it's it goes up and down and it, it's it's so unpredictable you don't know what your trigger is going to be sometimes so you really have to body map and you really have to mind sort of look at your mind inwardly and i'm not talking about pulling it out and for trying to fucking turn your eyes inside out but just looking at yourself inwardly and learning from this all the time and that's what I'm doing. I'm adapting. I'm learning. I'm always, always progressing. I'm always thinking of what I can do next, where I can go next, or what the next avenue might be. And that's because I need to find that happiness. Now, I don't know, and I've said this before, and I've said it again, I don't know what happiness is. Nobody knows what happiness is, truly. Um, it... Uh, I think that happiness varies from people to people, doesn't it? Everyone might be happy in different situations. I'm getting to the age, I suppose, now where happiness isn't about being in the rat race. It's not about fucking money and material objects. Although, I, like I said, I've, I do look after my stuff, so I have nice things. But it's not about that for me anymore. It's about enjoying life and culture and um, living a little bit. Um, it's not about just constantly just going to one place. We've all become this, like... We've turned our houses into our castles, but what we don't realise, and this is very much what I feel like at the moment, is I've turned my house into a very pretty prison. I don't want to leave it. I don't want to get out, and it's it's. I don't like that. That's not what I'm about. Nature. I'm about getting out and about. And then you go into cities, and it's just people and fucking shit everywhere, and the countryside is being slowly overtaken by more um, development so it's a very very sort of uncertain world at the moment and um, that's driving the uncertainty but I need to keep strong so I am going to keep strong and that's where talking to you is the best thing I can do and I've got the music on I've got a gin in hand I'm absolutely relaxed and that's the best the best thing you can be is relaxed and I talk about that like I say I, I divert all the time I go off on tangents all the time and it's crazy how the mind thinks once you've been injured and like I said I cast my mind back would I be like this without PTSD I don't know I don't think I would be um because slowly I'm trying to train my mind to be the way it was before um 
that's what it's done. It basically, the trauma has instigated a, a, a cope, or a, what I've done is instilled coping mechanisms to try and manage the pain and everything else. So once I get out of those old habits and get into new habits, things will hopefully be changing. So, and like I said, I've seen that. Yes, this is a, a slight dip. So be it. Excuse me. Um, but sometimes you need a dip. And those dips are what will allow you to really appreciate the ups. And that's what I look at. And that's the positive spin I'm going to put on this is those downward climbs, those little spirals we get. We dig our teeth in, you know, we dig our feet in. Sorry, dig our teeth in. <laughs> we, we, dig our, we dig our feet in and we claw ourselves back up and we get ourselves back to the peak. And then when we look down at the mess that we left behind... That's absolutely the best feeling in the world because you can see where you've come from. You remember that. You reflect. We can lose sight. And and the reason I say we can lose sight is because I'm trying to reinforce the ability that we can lose sight from time to time. Yes, I've not been on point with my walks. I've not been on point with my reflection. But what I'm doing here is instantly coming on to you. I'm instantly talking to you and that's instantly remembering why I do that. And that just underpins it. Again, it's that reinforcement process that... Those reflection walks, those times that I do certain things or whatever I do, they all mean something to me. And they're, they're, they're a, an absolute sort of defining cog in my mechanism, if you like. And that's what it is. It's sort of kind of that's what gets me going. And every now and then when you slip a cog, you've got to be conscious that, you know, you need to put that cog back into alignment. And that's what I'm doing. And that cog back in alignment just makes everything turn nicely again. And that's what you reflect on. And that's what I'm doing. I'm reflecting on that right now. And even now, as I talk to you, my mind is doing a wondrous thing. It's wandering off going, actually, James, you know, you've you've come a long way. You know, you you you, you recognize things. I even almost earlier on put something on Facebook, which is so unusual for me. And it was uh, I, I started typing. I'm in a I, yeah, I'm in a bit of a sad place. So I wanted to share some photos <clears throat> now that made me happy now we're going to be some photos over the last year or so so some good stuff good memories now I didn't do that because number one I didn't want to seem like I was reaching out for attention but ultimately that's what I probably was doing was reaching out for attention I wanted to put some photos up and what I wanted people to do was all come to me and say James amazing thank you yeah love you like love and I was like I'm looking for gratification well I shouldn't do that because so I deleted it and went you don't need that reinforcement mate you need to keep strong you need to keep on your path and, and the people around you will perk you up when you need to. You're looking for those falsities again. You're looking for those people that haven't asked you about certain things. Or you're looking for people that go, oh, James, are you in a shit place? Oh, yeah, I don't talk to you for like one year to the next or whatever. You're, you're looking for that. And then you know there's going to be an instant negative behind it. So I stopped, deleted, boom, moved on. Right. Do what really matters, James. Podcasts. Music. As soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to take the dog out for his third walk today because I got back on it this afternoon. They're the things, they're the fundamental basics, re-engaging with my friends and making the effort with them, making an effort with my family, etc., etc., etc. They're the good things. But sometimes we lose sight and we must remember that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to lose sight of the path, but just try and keep it in focus Try and keep the proper path you want in focus. Even when you lose it, even when you're sat there and it's a Friday night and you're having a drink and you're getting a bit sloshed. Okay, maybe you needed that release. Don't make it a habit. 
absolutely do not make it a habit, but enjoy it. And then the next morning, wake up and go, okay, I've got it out of my system. Let's move on. Let's focus on the path. Let's make the right changes. Let's do what we need to do to make ourselves happy, whether that is doing something for a friend, organizing an event, whatever it may be, going on holiday with your family or loved ones. Whatever it may be, organizing something always makes people feel happy, which is why I'm an organizer. So do the things that matter to you. Stay true to yourself. I've always said that. But um, I apologise. I'm going to stop there because um, I do need to walk the dog. So I need to keep my promise to him to say sorry for being a pain in the ass. And um, yeah, thank you for listening to me on a Friday night. Uh, this is unusual, but um, very nice. I enjoyed it. And it's certainly it's relaxed me actually just talking. I just feel a little bit more relaxed. I'm going to go and walk the dog. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So um, it's, it's given me that, that little positive injection I needed at the right time. So thank you for listening. I hope you're all staying positive. We are nearly at payday at the end of Jan. I know January is a bit of a bleak month for some people um, because, you know, it, there's a lot of things coming through from Christmas, the knock-on effect going back to our works, um, lives and all that sort of stuff and, and back to reality, as they say, which is, can be a little bit disheartening. But stay strong, stay focused, and we'll get back into the swing of life again. And that does involve organising. So make sure that you don't sit there dwelling in self-pity like I've been doing. Um, get out there, make arrangements, make the changes. Um, you know, even if you don't get reciprocated in, in, in some areas, at least you've done something to say, you know, you've made the effort and that will instantly make you feel positive. So thank you for listening. Um, I'm sorry I've dropped the ball. I will absolutely rectify that. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I look forward to talking to you again soon. So take care and enjoy your, uh, the rest of your evening, weekend, day, whenever it'll be. Uh, enjoy the rest of it and uh, smile and spread that positivity. <laughs>